Hey there, it's Casey Dimon here with TaxSellAcademy.com and welcome to our Friday edition of the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as a reminder, don't forget that we do post two episodes every single week, one on Fridays and another one on every single Monday. So remember to subscribe to us on this platform or whatever podcasting platform you're listening to so you don't miss out on future Tax Sell training episodes. All right, first off, today is the day after Thanksgiving. And I want to wish you a belated happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a great time and you were able to relax some. With Thanksgiving a day behind us, we are now officially into the holiday season. It's a time where many people have the expectation to relax, take time off work, and reset. And I wanted to record today's episode to help you and your tax sale business during this holiday season. So I've got a few pieces of advice that will revolve around the holidays and hopefully they're helpful for you. All right, the first one, I want to talk about emotions. So holidays can be an extremely emotional time. When you combine this with political change, market uncertainties, social unrest, moratoriums on foreclosures, unemployment issues, and oh yeah, we have a pandemic we're going through, people are pretty emotional right now. So my suggestion is to always remove all emotions from your investments. Look at it as a numbers-only proposition. Does this make sense financially? Is this a wise investment? That's what you need to ask yourself. When we begin to add our own emotions into the mix, we often make mistakes. When we feel pressure, when we feel disappointment, or when we're just overly excited about something, we can very easily force ourselves into making a decision that we should not have made. So constantly remind yourself to ignore your emotions as you invest. Now, that's talking about you, but what about other people? Other people will obviously have their own emotions that we cannot control. I've literally seen fist fights before at auctions because emotions got the best of people. And we can't control those, and that's okay. But what we can do is we can take other people's emotions into account from an investment standpoint. Let me give you an example. One of the most notable examples is when we deal with occupants. Some tax sale houses are occupied. Now, I use a strategy called cash for keys because this allows me to keep the occupants' emotions in check by essentially paying them to leave the property. So if somebody gets a law enforcement officer that comes to their door and bangs on the door and then they post a notice that says you must vacate the premises within 24 hours, the person that is living there is probably going to be pretty angry. And when people are angry, they make crazy decisions and they might just destroy that place. I have literally seen chainsaws taken to walls, taken to studs. I've seen hammers, paint. I've even seen gasoline and matches used to destroy a house as an angry occupant leaves. But instead, if they get a phone call from you showing them some sort of sympathy, or maybe a letter explaining the situation, offering them cash, and then giving them the opportunity to leave once they pack their belongings in a few days or maybe even a week. If you get that person to understand where you're coming from and that you are trying to help them out, you're going to keep their emotions in check. And when their emotions are in check, they will not destroy your property. But if you make somebody angry, odds are they're gonna destroy your property. So when you deal with other people, make sure you keep their emotions in check. When it comes to your own emotions, don't let your own emotions dictate 
what investments you make. Instead, make those off of the feasibility of that specific investment. All right, the next piece of holiday advice is to be patient. Everything slows down around holidays, especially in smaller towns. The court systems, the attorneys, the realtors, the title companies, your contractors, people take time off. Offices are closed for many days or even weeks at a time. And it just takes significantly longer to get anything done. So know this going into this season. And don't get frustrated when something takes longer than it probably should. In many situations, if you try to push these people and insist that they be there when you want them to be there, it's going to do more harm than good. Even if you get that painter, for example, to show up by changing their schedule to help you out, you're likely going to pay for it in the long run. Now, I learned this very early into the business. Let me tell you a story. I had a window and door installation company that I dealt with where I knew the owner's family. I wasn't very close friends, but I knew who they were. This company also dealt with a contractor that I knew. Now, this contractor was known for being extremely pushy and always needed every single job completed like yesterday. So I had a house that I was working on, and I asked this contractor kind of in passing what he thought it would cost for new windows and new doors in that job. So I was making really small talk more than anything else, but I asked him what he thought it would cost. And he just so happened to pull out an invoice from a very, very similar job that he had completed about a month or so prior. And he gave me the invoice and it said $2,500. And it was actually billed to him directly by the same company that I was thinking about using, the window and door company. He said, listen, this job, if that's all you want, it's too small for me, but call them directly and now you know what they should be charging you. So I called that company. They came out. They gave me a price of $1,500. I thought it was odd because it was substantially cheaper than what my contractor showed me on his invoice. Well, they came out. They finished the job. It was a fantastic job. And I asked them at the very end, why was it so cheap? They seemed kind of shocked that I asked that question until I explained to them that the price they had charged my contractor friend was significantly higher. They laughed and they said, well, we always add $1,000 onto his invoices since he is such a pain to deal with and always rushes us. So be patient because your impatience could likely cost you in the long run and you might not even realize it. Next one, take advantage of what you can during this time. So even though everything seems to slow down around the holiday season, there is still going to be some aspect of your business that will continue to move forward. I didn't realize this until a few years into my career. I decided to postpone my typical holiday vacation to mid-January. And instead, I went to an auction during the time where I typically take my vacation. It was held during the last week of the year, directly between Christmas and New Year's. Now, that's pretty rare for a county to schedule an auction during that time. But nonetheless, I attended that auction. And of course, that week is a very, very busy travel week for just about all of America. Now, when I went to that auction, I noticed this because there was a significant decrease in competition at that auction, which made my very last auction of that year the most successful auction that I attended. So just because everybody else takes off or slows down, don't feel bad if you don't want to or you aren't even able to. Instead, take the time 
to benefit from everybody else slowing down. My last piece of advice is to use it as a time to grow your knowledge of this business and subsequently your income. Having some downtime is certainly beneficial, but don't forget that the successful investor is always learning. Even if you are on your holiday vacation, for example, you still have a tremendous opportunity to learn about something that is likely outside of what you are familiar with every single day. Take some time to research properties around you, for example, or review real estate magazines from wherever you are vacationing. I was working on a description for a property that I was putting on the market just a few weeks ago, and I was kind of having a mind fog, if you will, coming up with a description of this property. So I looked in my drawer, I pulled out some real estate magazines that were advertising properties on the other side of the country. I read a few of those listings, flipped through some of the pages, and just simply looking at those magazines allowed me to come up with a slightly different style of writing. It provided me with some fresh ideas to write the description of this property that I was selling. Now, outside of the real estate market in general, keep your mind engaged when it comes to the tax sale business. Watch YouTubes on your downtime. Listen to this podcast on your drives. Grab my book so you can read it while you're sitting and relaxing on your back porch. Do whatever you need to do to take full advantage of this time. One of the biggest ways to get a leg up is to utilize the slow season to your advantage. And so many people fail to do this. And what happens is by the time January rolls around, they've lost traction. They're out of their groove. And then it takes another week or two to find their footing and get back into a work rhythm. Eventually, you've wasted a month or a month and a half out of this business, and that can take its toll. So hopefully, these tips will help you to get the most out of your holiday season. One of the things that I am most thankful for is the opportunity to help each and every one of you out as much as I possibly can. I'm truly hopeful that this podcast and that all the other trainings that I produce do just that, and they help you with your quest for tax sale success. Listen, if this podcast helps you at all, please do me a huge favor and take just a few seconds out of your day to leave us some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now as it makes quite a bit of difference to us. With that said, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, and I'll see you on Monday for our next episode of the Tax Sale Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.